everyone. Welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling. And today I'm joined by my sister, Portia. Hey. So excited to have her. Holy excited. We've been trying to do this for a while. Yeah. We just have a lot to, we have a lot to talk about all the time. We might as well share it with you guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Portia just competed Saturday in her third. Are they all NPC? Yeah. Competitions? Awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I just have to start off saying you freaking rocked it. And what was the text I got? Which one? When? The one where you were like, I don't know. I don't oh. know if I'm ready for this. Yeah. I, I was going to walk out before pre what place? What place did you take? Second. <laughs> freaking crushed it so talk a little bit about why you got into doing competitions and what it's been like for you um so I started competing about a year ago exactly um for me it was all about creating healthy habits breaking I would say generational toxic habits around food um Food's always been a huge thing. Like our whole lives have revolved around food and it just was getting to a point where it wasn't healthy for me. Um, I wanted to learn how to create a healthier lifestyle for myself. And I'm kind of an all, all or nothing girl. So I just dove into bodybuilding. Awesome. Um, I just started out with powerlifting and I really enjoyed that, but it didn't give me the body I really loved. So that's definitely part of why I started bodybuilding, but I really fell in love with the process, the habits, the structure, all of that. And I love the challenge too. So it just works really well. Awesome. What do you think your biggest, I guess, takeaways or things mentally, because going through something like that is... I would dare say more mental than physical. Oh yeah, for what sure. What do you think going from like first to second to third, like your takeaways have been each, each time. So my first one, I really didn't know what to expect. So it was all kind of just new and like, it was a lot easier to just follow the process, trust the process, follow my plan. I didn't have any expectations. Um, my second one was pretty rough on me too. Um, there was a lot of things going on in my personal life around then that were pretty rough, but I felt like that structure kind of held me together. Um, my second one, I really was super happy with how I came in and how I looked on stage. Um, this third one kicked my butt <laughs> it was <laughs> it was rough um I ended up coming in super late I decided to do it last minute um I when I came in to prep I was not eating a whole lot of food so I didn't really have a whole lot of wiggle room in that area and my body just really didn't want to respond and that was really hard on me mentally um I'm actually just gonna going to keep cutting because I'm not happy with how I look right now. So I'm just going to keep <laughs> diving into to the cut and kind of get to a place where I'm a little bit happier with my body. But 
this one, it was a really big eye opener for me. Like I was super hard on myself, super negative self-talk, super self-sabotaging. Like I'm not even joking. I wanted to quit every single day. I, it was a battle. I'm so glad I didn't. Um, it turned out beautifully, even though I wasn't terribly happy with how I looked on stage, it turned out great, but it just really showed me like, I need to get back to focusing on mental health instead of just my body. Um, all of it goes hand in hand. And if you don't have all the components, it doesn't work very well. Um, and for me, like the point of doing all of this is to have a better quality of life and to enjoy it and to grow in every aspect. It's not just about the body. Yeah, that's a great little fringe benefit, but it's not about it. Yeah. So for me, it opened my eyes this time. It opened my eyes huge to just continuing to work on that mental health and that relationship with myself even in the heat of prep, especially in the heat of prep, really. Yeah. Well, and I think there's so much that you, I mean, you have a busy schedule already throwing in prep into it. And then you have the, the doubt and the insecurity or, you know, like you did seeing the other girls that were competing with you and, you know, we are so hard on ourselves. We don't necessarily, I think that's kind of what happened with you. You might not have been, super happy with how you looked on stage, but guaranteed everybody else was like, oh, she looks freaking awesome. Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I got that a lot. And I was like, look like a busted can of biscuits. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but I get that. I get that mentality. Do you think there's a point where, or is, I guess is your goal or your, I guess, how do you figure out when you've hit that mental, I don't want to say ceiling because it's not a ceiling, it's always going to be evolving. Like when you step on stage, you want to feel proud in who, how you are coming in and how you're, you know, what your work has gotten you mentally, physically. But I think being able to step on stage or step into a room or whatever it is, look in front of the mirror by yourself and be like, damn, like I built that. I'm proud of that. To me, that's the ultimate win. Exactly. Where, wherever you place. Yeah. Yeah. Do you exactly. feel like that's what you're aiming for? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I was talking to you about the other day, like I don't want to step on stage until I feel good in my own skin again. Like no matter what my physique look like, looks like, I don't see the point in stepping on stage with a shitty mindset. I don't see it. Um, because like, what's the point then? Like, it's not worth it if you're not happy with yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's one of my big things is I will not step on stage again until I figured out how to love myself in every like stage lean or not. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that's definitely the ultimate goal is to just be, have so much love for myself that I am confident stepping on stage. I am confident and walking into any room I am confident just with myself yeah. and I'm really good at portraying that but it's something I struggle with really bad yeah no I get that and and that's something I think a lot of especially women struggle with is you know we you can be told you look beautiful you look so great 
by everyone, but it, unless you believe it yourself, like it doesn't, and and not saying that it's not nice to hear from people, but until you feel that it doesn't mean much. Right. You don't feel it. You're not going to internalize that and accept that as meaningful. Right. And it's really interesting because like my first show, I didn't have any issues with mental health. I didn't have any issues with body dysmorphia or confidence or anything. My second show, I did a little bit. This time hit me like a ton of bricks. And it's really interesting to me because I thought, oh, like I've done this twice now and like not really had any issues. Like I'm fine. It's everything's Mm -hmm. fine. I'm not going to have that happen. (laughs) And that's when it hits you. Like you're not immune to anything. Like you still have to do your daily practices. You still have to incorporate all of those habits to maintain that. Dude. But like we were talking about the other day with the ducks. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I showed her a, a reel that my my son loves it. It's like these um, a mama duck and her baby ducks walking on the road, and you see one of them fall into the drain, and the guy recording is like, "No, no, wait!" And the duck turns <laughs> around, goes to look for it, and then all the other ducklings fall down the drain too. And it's like, I told her, I said, "I feel like that's life. Like you think you have all your ducks <laughs> with you, and then." One's falling down, one's running away, and you're like trying to catch them. It is a daily thing of like, you got to keep things going. It might not be perfect, but if you're getting your active in, if you're getting your reading in, your study, meditation, work, relationship, like if you're trying to navigate and intentionally work on something in those areas each day, exactly makes a difference. Yeah, intention is key for me like i'm good at staying busy i can stay busy all Mm -hmm. all day but intention is where the growth happens like if i'm unintentional with my day i just feel like a sporadic mess Mm -hmm. so intention's been huge for me yeah no and i've noticed a huge difference in that too of how because it is easy to like said stay busy and do all the things and have you're doing everything right i'm doing everything i'm supposed to but you feel like shit like you have to have that intention behind it and i think it goes back to a lot of like being where your feet are at like being where you are and feeling it and one thing i've noticed big in you lately is sitting in your emotion and your feels even though it's hella uncomfortable (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's getting comfier though that's for sure like it's been a couple months now that i've kind of weeded out the bullshit and (laughs) (laughs) it's it was uncomfortable at first for real but now i'm like i'm gonna hide in my little corner forever (laughs) just love the peace and quiet now (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's a wild thing when I heard that the first time I was like no you're supposed to fill them you're not supposed to sweep it under the rug you're not supposed to like ditch them behind you distract yourself because how easy is it to pick this thing up or turn on Netflix I sorry I just held up my phone um or turn on Netflix or I mean turn to whatever distracts you from your feelings but whatever we're going through, we're going through for a reason. Right. Sit in it. Feel it. Exactly. Let it teach you something. Right. Exactly. And then let it move through you and move on with life. Exactly. That was huge. Yeah. Well, I even got to the point where I was using healthy, healthy things. Yes. As 
as that distraction. Like, yeah, working out is great for you. Yeah, moving is good for you. Yeah, controlling what you eat is good for you. Yeah, reading is good for you. But if you're <laughs> using them in the wrong ways, it's not. Dude, that's a killer point. Yeah. Like, I, I had the same issue. And what's really crazy is how using those things in a dark time and I've seen you do it in a really good way is you turn that into a positive thing. Right. And I'm yeah. getting there, but I still struggle sometimes with tracking my food because back in the day, you bet your ass, I was tracking every single ounce, every single chocolate chip. And it got to where it was consuming everything. And I was so concerned about it that I didn't really let myself live life because I was so focused on that. I let it distract me. You have turned that so well. Like I have to give you props because you have turned that into something that you can still do that and have it be something that's fueling you versus something that's just distracting you. Thank you. So good job on that. It's crazy to see the difference. I mean, being, you know, my little sister, you know, eight years older than you watched you grow from this little thing with cute little pigtails, your big old brown eyes and drinking milk out of the jug (laughs) (laughs) to standing on stage and just rocking it to watching you study. Like I've been in the same area, watching you study, read, um, and absorb goodness in your life. You've had struggles in life. I mean, we all have, but like watching, you know, someone you love, I'm not going to say, I mean, we tease like you're, you're my first daughter because I was so much older than you, but really watching someone you love so much grow into an amazing woman and living life and wanting it to be amazing and coming from places that are hard and, and tested you. And at such a young age, being able to reach up, not only to us, but in your faith to God and just really fully saying like, I need help. I need, I want this. I don't want this life that I'm currently living. I don't want this reality. It's been amazing to see because I just have such a love for you. (laughs) Getting all misty. (laughs) Same. I just, I think it's important to realize that we're all going through shit. Yeah. Love people through it. (laughs) No matter what it looks like. Yes, no matter what it looks like. And that's like... Because a lot of times, you didn't look like you were... No. I am (laughs) queen of putting on a beautiful show for everyone. (laughs) And usually when... Well, but usually, and I've learned this, is usually when you're putting on that show, I know you're going through some deep shit. (laughs) I need to be better about opening up when (laughs) I'm going through stuff. Uh, Yeah, me and Krista were talking about that, just showing up so authentic. It's scary. It's -hmm. really scary, especially when you're used to showing up as this certain type of person. Mm -hmm. It's very uncomfortable to show up any other way. But I think like, that's what I love about like you, like Krista, like I love authentic people. I love just that 
super open, super transparent kind of person. So I don't know why I'm scared of that. <laughs> well, and honestly, I mean, I, it hasn't been like that forever for me and I'm still working on that, but working on being that, not just around like your core people, like right. around everyone. Cause my goal is like, I'm so comfortable around like you or Colt or my kids that like, I want to show up as that person for everyone. Right. I mean, granted, there's going to be aspects that are a little different with each person, but like, I want to feel as comfortable as I can in my shoes where I can be that authentic person with everyone. Right. That quirky, you know, we all have the quirky weird side to us and like, let that show, like show that to everyone. Cause if you notice, like that's what people attract you with. Oh, for like, sure. People in life that are just fun and themselves and quirky and happy and just them, like it, they have like this magnet pull to them that it's just, it's undeniable. I yeah, it. it was actually, I don't know if I told you about this yet, but I was watching a TikTok about a study they did, I think in Spain and, or maybe it's called the Spain study and they recorded and measured the frequency emitted from humans and mm -hmm. The highest level was not love. It was not happiness. It was not joy. It was authenticity is the oh, most awesome. powerful frequency that can be emitted from the human body. And that's wow. why it's so powerful. Well, and you can feel it from people. Like, yeah, you can feel that. And if you're just authentically sad that day, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Be sad. <laughs> like, be sad. If you're freaking happy, don't diet down for people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm bring that to other people because that that transfers on maybe some people it wouldn't but I feel like it does like it transfers your energy your your authenticity your joy transfers to people so I think that's super and important is being authentic certain levels of energy don't mesh they just don't yeah so if someone's vibing lower than you and you're up here they're not gonna like you and it doesn't mean that right. you're in the wrong or you're being annoying or whatever it just means your energy doesn't match and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And you don't have yeah. to come down here just to make them happy. Yeah, so true. That's one thing that, I don't know, it's it's hard to, to really think about that how many people you just might not mesh with. You probably won't. But once you find your people, like you don't have to like guess if they're your people. Like you know. Yeah. Like, and it's an undeniable thing and it's going to change throughout time. As you grow, they grow, life changes, different stages in life. Like it just changes and it shifts. Yeah. So placing your people, your, you know, people around you that are within the same, or I would even say a little higher is mm -hmm. always good. Yeah. Because absolutely. we always want to keep growing and becoming better. It's one thing that. I don't know. I feel like it's so different nowadays than when I was growing up because we never heard about this stuff. No, even when I was growing up. Yeah, like, I feel true. like it's fairly new. Or we're just diving into it. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> when do you feel like you really started, I don't want to say the self-help, but I mean, personal development, whatever you want to call it. When do you think that first like really resonated with you? Um, when I came home from Dallas, yeah, for all of that mess, um, 
that was a super duper low point in my life. And that's when I really opened up to God and just said, Hey, like, here's my heart habit. Mm-hmm. Like I was saved way before that, but yeah. I never was in such a deep pit of pain that I had nowhere else to go. And I think like, that's such a beautiful thing to me. A lot of people would say, Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Like, that's so terrible. You went through the things you did and no, like (laughs) it's fine. It got me to open my heart up to God and those cracks in my heart are where he filled and it's him now. And like, that's more than I could ever ask for out of life. Like I'm good now. I, I don't know, like God just fills your heart so much that you don't feel like there's a whole lot of missing pieces when you let him have it. And that's like, I don't know, like, it's really easy to get caught up in, oh, like, oh, I'm not dating anyone. Oh, I'm not married. Oh, I don't have kids. And I'm old for people in Utah for that. (laughs) But like, well, (laughs) you know, that's fine though. But exactly. And like, I'm super happy with where I'm at, but I don't think I would be if I didn't have God's love in my heart. And I don't think that is a void that anything else can fill. I agree. When like what you were saying is like that deep moment, like rising from the ashes, I guess is kind of basically what it is. But what makes, and we all have our own dark spots, but you look in a lot of people don't let themselves fall that hard. Yeah. They stay kind of here in a, yeah. just the middle, normal, healthy, I don't even say healthy, but normal, happy, comfortable zone. They don't do anything. Yes. They don't do anything to like push themselves into, because I mean, yes, things happen in life. You know, you have deaths in the family or something tragic like that. But outside of that, unless we're trying to do something, I don't feel like we fall as hard. No. And it's super funny. I was just listening to a podcast and he was talking about how comfort faith, like safe faith is nowhere in the Bible. God doesn't want you to have safe faith. God wants you to have insane faith. Like Mm -hmm. pray prayers that you know only God can accomplish. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so insane to me when people just play it safe their whole lives with their finances, with faith, with their bodies, with their relationships. Relationships. No, no. Dream big. Do big. I think you love the quote, too, from LDL, from Jordan Peterson, that God is the spirit Calls you to adventure. Calls you to adventure. So I want to make sure I was saying that right. I have a quote printed on my desk because he said that and I was like, hell yeah, that is so true. Like that resonated with me so much. Like he wants us to jump. He wants us to live big. Be good people. If you're staying in your comfort zone, where is it? So true. You don't have it. (laughs) Dude. And it's scary, but I think knowing that like God will put things in your heart, Mm -hmm. he will put things, things that you want to accomplish, things that you can do for other people. And a lot of times that's scary too. 
like reaching oh, out yeah. to somebody, they, even if you know them to help them with something that in my mind is the same thing as having a leap in faith in doing something for your business or doing something right. for your body. Sometimes it can be just as hard. Exactly. She wants us to get out of our comfort zone. That's right. Huge in life. And it's so something, something that I think a lot of people haven't experienced the positive end of it enough. Right. Well, and even just having the mindset around when things don't work out the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. It's like a LDL. I think it was Jordan Peterson again talking about this. What happens to you is the best possible thing that can happen if you're living in your truth, no matter how you perceive it. You can perceive mm-hmm. it as the worst thing ever. Sorry, God's got a bigger plan. Like he's right. He's yep. always right. It's the best possible thing that can happen, even if it doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Well, and I even go back to even like with our with our mom. She had worked at a place for so many years and she wasn't fulfilled in it. She wasn't happy with it, but she stayed because she wanted to, you know, keep that. She didn't want to seem like she, she didn't want to quit, I guess is basically the ultimate thing, which is admirable in a lot of ways, but I felt like she needed something that would brought, brought her more joy, more fulfillment in work. And so it ended up that she left that job under circumstances she wasn't super happy about at the time. But I think we both told her, like, we are so glad and hopefully she's okay with me sharing this. Um, so glad that it happened because if what had happened hadn't happened, she would still be miserable in a job. And that's something that in life takes up a ton of your time, a ton of your energy. And now she's in a job she loves with people she enjoys and she's way more fulfilled. And it's like, God had a bigger plan. Exactly. With her career. (laughs) And and I think sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith and say, okay, you got it. I'm going to follow what it is. And I just won't quit. You won't quit supporting and loving me, giving me the tools. If I don't, it's, something my my daughter's teacher said at parent teacher conference to one of the kids she said you know i can't help you if you're not helping yourself Mm -hmm. she said but if you work hard like i will work so hard for you and i'm like that's that's how it works in that relationship too right exactly we're putting in the work he's gonna do everything he can to help us and to facilitate what it is we're working to achieve exactly i think that's huge I think it's huge, huge. Yeah. Well, we expect all these mighty miracles from God because that's what we read in the Bible about these burning bushes and like just these amazing miracles. But they weren't sitting on the couch with a freaking donut when these miracles Mm -hmm. happened. They were Mm -hmm. in action. They were in relationship with God. They were relying on him. They were praying big prayers. Like Mm -hmm. they were taking the steps. They were not just sitting on their butts with some donuts. Well, and it wasn't just, I mean, the things that you're talking about, like those, they, they aren't just little things. Exactly. Like the faith they had for that to happen had to have been massive. Yeah, absolutely. Massive. Just like ours has to be. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to me how long, and, and it sucks to say, I mean, I'm still young, but it sucks to like 
see all the life that I didn't realize this and lived so comfortable, but yet so uncomfortable <laughs> in my own skin. And now it's like having to take these big jumps, even starting this podcast, like it's a freaking leap. And it every episode is another leap, another step. It's nothing huge to most people. But like for me, I knew it needed to happen because it was in my heart. <laughs> it's something, it's something I can't explain why, but I know I needed to do. Yeah. And so jumping to those things, like you never know who you're going to affect, how it's going to affect you. And that's one thing like I would love for you to talk about, like you're, you're changed. You've changed a lot in your life like the last year, year and a half, what's it been like to take different leaps of faith with career, with fitness, with different things? I mean, you bought a freaking townhouse <laughs> duplex. How do you duplex duplex wow. by yourself? Like you're young. Yep. <laughs> so like, how's, how are those leaps or that leaps of faith or whatever? How's that like, how's that been for you? It's so fucking terrifying every day. <laughs> I wake up and want to burn everything to the ground every day. <laughs> so, um, no, like, I can't remember what the exact quote was, but I heard that if God puts it on your heart and gives you the means, then it's from God. If God puts it on your heart and you don't have the means, like, keep pursuing it until you do. He will provide the means. Um, could I have been in a better position financially when I bought my townhouse or my duplex? Yeah, absolutely. I still could be, but he's pulled through for me constantly. I've never gone without, I've never had to miss a payment or ask for help with payments. Like he's made it happen. And it's definitely not me. Like it's all him for sure. Um, with, with that, it goes a little deeper for me. Like I, when I came home from Dallas, I was shopping for 10 months or so. I had lived with mom for a while and then I ended up moving into the trailer. Um, and I just really felt super without a home, like without a home base. I felt really unsettled. Like there wasn't really anywhere that I could just chill and relax yeah. and connect with myself, connect with God. And that was a really hard thing for me. So when I did get this place, like, I feel like that was God saying like, here, like make this your sanctuary, make your home, make your home base. Like this is it. This is where we'll be. And I've felt that every day since I've moved in. And that's like a big reason why I do love it so much because it is where I grew in relationship with God so much. And it's where I've grown as a person. It's just super yeah. special to me, but with fitness, <laughs> I love this part a lot. So <laughs> many people don't think that God cares about how you take care of your body. <laughs> when that's so true. True. like God resides yeah. in your heart. Where's your heart in your body? Of course, body. he cares about how you take care of your body. Of course, he does. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a program right now from Ashley Warner, and it's 
got quotes, Bible quotes throughout the whole thing. And the basis of the program is that relationship Hmm. with fitness. And I love that every time I click into the app to look, it shows verses that hit her. And so what I've been doing was, you know, a little side note on that is during my study, actively looking for things that connect that because I do my study before I work out. Mm-hmm. And then I have that on my on my mind and on my heart during that. And even it's just been recently that I've been doing that, like, it's a massive shift. Yeah. That's so when I started my nutrition coaching business, that's what it all revolved around is incorporating God into your fitness. Because mm-hmm. that's when I had the biggest transformation myself. Yeah. Like, they talk about addiction and I'm sorry, but like 98% of people in the U S have a food addiction, I would say. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Peterson was talking about this too. Like the only real way to recover is to have a relationship with God, like a transformation of your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Because God takes those desires out of your heart. Yeah. You're going to battle with that addiction every day, but God's going to carry you through it. And I feel like that's where I was like food was a huge addiction for me. Um, Sugar, alcohol, all of it. And when I finally had that light bulb of, oh, I'm letting God in in these areas, but I haven't let him in in this area. God doesn't want parts of you. God wants all of it. Like he can't do what he needs to do with parts of you yeah you know like we just hoard these insecurities like yeah god i'm all in i'm all in but i'm gonna keep this little piece of anger because i'm comfort i'm comfortable in this anger or Mm -hmm. i'm comfortable in this addiction i'm comfortable in this coziness of whatever it is yeah like we're not ready to get rid of that but God can't do what he needs to do without all of you. So that was like my big aha moment when I started incorporating him into my fitness. And then it just translates to everything else, like business relationships, like it's Mm -hmm. across the board. So. Well, even just for your confidence, like even just in that one aspect, if you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable in relationships. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but your sex life will suffer. Right, exactly. 100%. Your relationships with people at work are going to change because you're confident. And this is all, this is just covering the confidence issue. And we're not right. going down to like the capability aspect or the different aspects of that. But like just the confidence in even going swimming with your kids. I mean, I felt that like hugely. I felt all of these actually, if we're, if we're being honest. <laughs> But just the confidence in knowing that, like, even even if you're not where you want to go, I don't feel like most of us are, but right. even if you're not, you know, even if you're working towards that and you're putting in the work every day, that confidence skyrockets with each freaking move that you make towards where you want to go. Exactly. But like you've talked about this a lot, building trust with yourself. It's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, And it's okay. one step at a time, one day at a time. Like, what's your rocky quote 
one step, one punch, one round at a time. Yep. <laughs> that. And that's how you build that momentum and you build that confidence. So yeah. I really, yeah. But yes, confidence is huge, 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 huge. Well, and just like we were talking, like your body is the vessel of your soul. Like mm -hmm. it's the instrument that you use for everything. Like if you don't take care of your body, how are you supposed to take care of the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. Well, and I heard, I think it was Saxony said something and I never really thought about this way, but she said, you know, if you can't do a pull up or you can't lift something heavy, like what happens if your kid gets trapped under something? Right. And you can't lift it off them or you fall off a cliff and you can't pull yourself up. Right. Or you fall, you know, it's important. Like even just for it taking is. care of your family, like right. taking care of yourself in certain situations, if you're not capable. And I like the saying of like, if you're not an asset, you're a liability. Mm -hmm. And I want to be an asset like to other people, to myself, to the world. Like, and, and that's a broad statement, but like, it's true. It is super true. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I want your uh, your opinion on there's a lot of different um, information on health, on fitness, on working out, on what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, what you should take, what you shouldn't take, what supplements are bad, what supplements are good, um, drink apple vinegar every day or don't or you should have lemons or don't do lemons or there's just so much out there like for anybody that's wanting to just kind of narrow like funnel it down a little like what would you say are some good because you know your stuff like yes you're still learning every every day <laughs> all the time but like you have a ton of knowledge in this area what would you say are some good things that like people can just focus on those things? Um, it is a super broad question, but it all depends on, and you're going to hear this from every person you ever ask about information like this. It depends on your goals. Like yeah. I hate the word healthy because it doesn't exist. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. healthy means something different to everyone. Yeah. Depending on what you're trying to accomplish that's what healthy means. I mean, yeah. it's so broad. Um, but what I try to focus on is water. Make sure you're getting your water in. Okay. Drives me nuts when people say they drink like one glass of water a day. Like that's literally <laughs> how fat transports out of your body and you're expecting to lose fat, not drinking water. Like it just doesn't work. So <laughs> drink your water. Um, I would shoot for half your body weight in ounces per day. And then if you work out, add 15 ounces of water per hour you work out. So you don't have to hit that gallon mark like everyone says. That's what I do. Yeah. I enjoy it. I love my water. So I drink a gallon yeah. a day, sometimes more. Um, and then don't ever just eat like processed carbs alone. <laughs> so your bag of chips or your donut or your piece of cake, like, just quit doing that. If you have to have it, eat some protein with it. Um, when you're eating, do protein first. Like when you're loading your plate or making your dinner order or whatever, protein first. I try to shoot for like, 
100 grams of protein at the very least every day. Everyone's a little different. Figure out what works for you. Um, don't load up on artificial proteins. It'll make you super constipated and you'll hate your life. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a super important part. Yeah, just whole foods. Like, And this is where I struggle is I tell people whole foods all the time, but nobody wants to cook. Nobody wants to go to the grocery store. Yeah. So I just try to guide them in the best possible way. Like, this is how you order better. This is where you can go for a little bit cleaner meal. But ultimately, like cooking and eating whole foods, that's going to be the best thing. Yeah. And I would think in from my history, people think meal prep is like the hardest, most complex thing ever. But yeah. if you dumb it down, it's and just figure out what you like it doesn't exactly. have to be fancy it doesn't have to be look beautiful like my favorite thing to prep and i think you can agree with this one is taco soup exactly yeah <laughs> i love taco soup and there's different ways you can make it different things you can add to it that are better like it it's fantastic but i do think that even if you don't meal prep like for a week like even just for the day in the morning oh. if you or it's the night before yeah for the day have an idea of what you're going to eat for the day. That's helped me a ton. Yeah, that's how I do it. Like I have my meals planned out a week ahead of time. Like I know exactly what I'm going to eat. There's no questions. I have it ready. It's easy. It saves yeah. me so much time during the week. I'm not wondering what I'm going to eat. I'm not going to town to sit in line for 30 minutes just to order something and then wait another hour for it. Like, mm-hmm. it really saves so much time. And so when people say they don't have time for it, I don't have any sympathy for that <laughs> yeah because you're not busy <laughs> no, not at all i think so, it takes a total of like three hours a week to meal prep so yeah well and honestly it's it is something that i would just say like figure out what works for you exactly. hire somebody to help you with it if you have zero right. idea about it hire right. someone. yeah well even like I, I'm hiring a coach. I'm a coach. I'm hiring a coach. Mm-hmm. I am a firm believer, like, everyone should have a coach. Maybe not forever, but it's super helpful, especially when you're trying yeah. to hit goals. Well, and I think it it holds the the accountability, but also just the, it's the peace of mind of just knowing, like, you're not doing it alone. You're going, so, like, you have that guidance. It's kind of like on a map, like, it's like plugging in your directions in your phone to a destination and just having that guide you, even though if you, you know, the general direction, like you're not stressed about if you're in a conversation or if you're going to miss a turn, like it just guides you and assists you along the way. That's kind of exactly. how I have <laughs> thought about it. Yeah. But you have to be super picky when you do pick a coach. Cause I mean, that's, such a trendy thing right now. Everyone and their dog is a coach. So Mm -hmm. your research, talk to your coaches that you are interested in hiring, figure out who's a good fit for you in personality and their education and what they practice. Um, If they're not doing what they say, run away. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do not hire a coach that's not implementing the things that they're teaching. Absolutely not. Biggest red flag. Um, but yeah, I, I really love having a coach. It drives me nuts when I don't. Yeah. So um, how's it been since your competition? I mean, it's just been a couple of days, but how are you feeling post? 
Honestly, I had a burger and a beer yesterday and I felt like trash, straight trash. I don't miss drinking. I don't miss junk food. I had some cake today too, but I miss my routine. I miss my good food, my what everyone else would call nasty food. But to me, it's good. It makes me feel good. I feel lots more clear mentally. I just feel so much better. So I, I did enjoy my little bit and now I'm ready to get back to it. Yeah. So going forward, what's something that you took away from this prep that you're going to be either working on, or, I mean, you, you, you did say that you want to feel better in your own skin, but like, as far as like task or thing that you do consistently, like what's something that you are going to be implementing going forward from this? Um, Jig core four. Is that awesome? Um, core four is power, passion, purpose, and production. And that covers it for me. Um, if you're missing steps in any of those four things, like you're going to be off course. And I was missing steps. I was missing meditation. I was missing paying attention to myself. I was missing all of that. And so even though I was doing really good in some areas, it was like rowing in a circle, like it doesn't work. So that's my main thing I'm going to focus on is just being consistent with that. Um, I am going to get my blood work done because I just, my body's fighting me. Um, I'm going to be able to stay a little bit leaner in my off season. Um, so that's what I'm getting help with, with my new coach, but yeah, just focusing on my mental health and my relationship with God relationship with my loved ones and work, keep grinding. I love it. What would you say to somebody that's maybe thought about doing competitions before like what would be an advice or um i personally love it uh i think if you've ever struggled with eating disorders or anything like that don't it's going to take over completely um i think for me like it has helped me in every aspect of my life. It's helped me see the holes, see where I'm missing things. It's helped me have a lot more mental clarity, especially cutting out alcohol. Like I'm the first to admit, I love a good drink. Like I do. I love a night out. I do. But not having that has opened my eyes so much. Like it's just so much clearer. You feel better. You're not groggy. Like, I don't have as much brain fog. It's still there. It's still there, but it's not as bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You just feel good. Like obviously food and exercise have such a huge impact on your body and your mental health, but I believe humans need structure. I do like we don't get to do everything we want all the time. That's not going to get you where you want to go. Yeah. People think we're crazy for restricting ourselves so much, but is it really a, a restriction? Like, is it really? Right. And it leads you to the places you want to go. Yeah. And I feel no, like that everyday life. Like, well, 1000%. That's something that I learned really, really heavy in 75 hard is 
like comfort isn't comfortable. I think that was that, that William said that comfort isn't comfortable and getting out of my comfort zone and structuring because you have to, I mean, sometimes I've heard in prep, I feel like kind of parallel each other. And so that's the only thing I have to compare to it, but like following something that I have to be super structured with, my time has to be allocated. Like I felt in like incredibly different, incredibly more powerful, more clear, like you were saying. And the last month, I think it's been a month and a half, maybe I've been off. I've like, I feel like I'm like a floundering, like <laughs> in water. Cause I'm like, I, I miss the structure of it. And my life's been drastically different and wild the last month and a half, which I probably could have used that structure in. But in my mind, I thought, no, I'm just going to do the best I can. Mm-hmm. Realizing that's not working. No. <laughs> because without the structure of it, you're not going to be as dedicated to your workouts, to your food, to your time with people, to work, to everything. So getting back on, I'm going to do phase one um, again, not again. I'm going to start that to where I'm on that type of a routine again because I freaking miss it <laughs> right isn't it funny? my body misses it my mind yeah. misses it like I'm struggling right now mentally because I'm like I freaking need it it's that purpose and like that direction and again intention that are so mm-hmm. powerful well and it's gonna get you where you want to go like you said like I have goals right now and I have you know things in place but it's not at that level that I need it like it's, I'm, I'm not hitting and feeling like how, I don't want to say powerful, but powerful you feel in your ability to act when you don't want to, because yeah. you have to, is so much bigger when you have something like that pushing you and driving you. So thinking you can just do it on a daily basis. Yeah, you can, but setting something in place like prep or setting back hard or doing a training program or having a coach or even if it's not in fitness, but like anything like that, setting the bar so much higher and having something kind of being the driving force. Like I think it's so much, it's so powerful. It really is. And these programs, like I'm the first to say, like I hate these six to eight week challenges that are going around. Like Mm -hmm. I think they're pointless, but the things we're talking about are completely different because the intention behind it. Like, yes, the intention. 75 hard is not a fitness program. It's not mm-hmm. prep most widely is, but in my mind, it's not like, yeah, yeah that's the angle. And for a lot of people on 75 hard, like, yeah, the angle is to lose weight. It is, but the whole intention behind, like for me, prep, is totally mental. It's not mm-hmm. about the body. It's about mm-hmm. growing in myself, learning more about myself, building the confidence, building the trust with myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm an all or nothing person and it's a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I drive myself nuts with that, but if I'm not all in on something, I won't do it. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of people are though. Yeah. But realizing, I mean, were you ever hesitant 
that you could do it? I mean, going into your first competition, your second or your third, like, did you ever doubt that you would finish? Um, I think in the back of my head, I knew I would, but there were days I didn't want to for sure. So, and there's still days that I feel like an imposter really, like, who am I to be mm -hmm. stepping on stage in a bikini? Like what? (laughs) But like this last time was really cool because I felt so incredibly comfortable on stage, which is Mm -hmm. huge. Like I hate the spotlight. I hate being the center of attention. I hate all of that in my daily life. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like when I got on stage this last time, I wasn't nervous. I hit all of my poses perfectly. I didn't rush through my routine. Like these are all super easy things to do. And it's super nerve wracking for most people to get on stage like that. Like Mm -hmm. it's super vulnerable. It's super open. Like everyone's seeing pretty much all of you. And so that was a really big win for me is just how calm I was on stage. Yeah. And I think that was totally God. Like I prayed to him yeah. hard today because I, I legit was going to walk out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I remember getting that text and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I knew you wouldn't like, I knew yeah. you were just being, you know, in your head, which we do all the time. But I think it's those daily actions of like being on prep or doing the 75 part or being on a program that get you to where you're comfortable at the end, more comfortable. Right. Well, and if you don't give up on yourself in those things, it's a lot easier not to give up on yourself in every other aspect too. Like when things in business aren't going your way and you want to burn that shit to the ground, like Mm -hmm. you don't because Mm -hmm. you know you can get through those hard days because you've done it. Yeah. So like, that's what I love about fitness too, is it gives you all the tools and all of the skills to push through in other aspects. Like Mm -hmm. you test yourself physically, you test yourself mentally, you know, you can get through these hard things. You know, you can get through these hard days. Dude, that's spot on. Spot on. Because if you're, you're putting yourself through hell some days, because you know, I mean, I think everybody listening knows those workouts that just test the hell out of you. You don't want to finish. You don't even want to go. You get up, you do it. You always are grateful you did. But pushing through those times, it builds. It's like building blocks to like something crumbles in your life. Something bad happens. Like you can be like, okay, nope, I got this. Because I'm exactly, I just did this and I didn't want to. And it was hard. I think it was Joe Rogan was talking once and he said, you know, I push myself so hard in the gym because I want to be the one that that kind of breaks myself down to where nothing in life can do that as much. And I'm like, that's a different way to like think of it. But yeah, you're pushing yourself and you're relying on the faith. You're relying on that to, to help you through. It does translate into other struggles in life. Yeah, it does for sure. It does. And you've felt that, I'm sure. Like, more than once. Mm -hmm. Like, constantly. And that's what's really cool to watch, too. It's, fitness is just something that's, it's a, I think if, if you've gone through, like, a transformation or taking over your health, you see it change every aspect. But, it also can take a turn the other direction. Right. And that's where I think people lose the faith of 
it's not worth it or I can't do it. And I can relate to, to that feeling of it. But I will just say to anyone feeling that way, it's never too late to change. Right. And it takes way less time than you think to build that belief back. I just did it in 75 days. And I won't even say it took that whole time before I was like, dude, I got this. Right. That drove a lot of different aspects in life. And I think you can attest to that in, in prep or even just in your fitness journey is it takes way less time to start building that belief than people initially think. Right. Well, it is hard at first. Like, I'll be the first to admit, like, when I fall off the wagon and I get back, like, 99% of the time, it takes me a good few times going back before I get consistent again, Mm -hmm. which is why I don't quit anymore. (laughs) Because I (laughs) hate that part of it. Like, I hate going back after a break. That's I was in the gym the day after my show and mm-hmm. I love it. like, yeah. I don't want to break. <laughs> I don't, but, um, yeah, like it's just amazing to see how good you feel and like doing stuff for yourself really does bring that, that confidence again, I guess. Mm-hmm. But even though you don't see the physical changes you want to see right away, like, everything Mm -hmm. else comes in and you you have to be aware of that for one or else Mm -hmm. you will quit but being aware of the wins that aren't just body wins yeah um and that's where I loved coaching like or love coaching I still have a couple clients but um I love seeing their mental breakthroughs like Mm -hmm. one of my clients one time texted me and said I just ate an oreo and I didn't feel bad about it and that was like the biggest win for me because she had struggled with that. Like, yeah, we get to this point in our fitness journeys where we have a cup of ice cream and we feel like we blew everything. Mm-hmm. And then we just go down at our road again. Like, no, mm-hmm. you're a little ice cream. If you want to like on occasion, great. Get back to work the next day. I, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Be comfortable around food, be comfortable in your body, be comfortable saying no to things like, yeah, you do not have to eat every piece of cake offered to you. You don't. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Yep. Yep. Well, and you don't have to feel bad about it or justify it. Exactly. Yeah. That's been really cool. Like going through these last, this last year of competing is. When I first started competing, everyone I was around, oh, just one bite's fine. You can just have mm-hmm. a bite. Oh, you can skip that workout. It's fine. No, it's not. And mm-hmm. finally, a year later, they get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it's true. Guns, like, yeah, and it's just not normal. Them. It's not normal right, for exactly. to see people doing that. But right. honestly, what's more normal than taking care of ourselves and eating real food? <laughs> right. Exactly. That used to be the norm. Right. I think people like have seen me change over doing this. So they get it now. And like, Mm -hmm. that's the thing is like, we're so scared of offending people like, oh, well, it'll, it'll make her feel bad if I don't take this cookie or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care if people don't take my cookies. Like people don't care as much as you think they do. It's not. Yes. It's fine. And be a good example. People don't. Yeah. And that's the thing is I think people don't think how much 
it impacts other people. That's one thing that noticing like my kids, like they notice everything, mm-hmm. even things we don't want them to. Right. <laughs> they, they see everything. And like I was telling you the other night, I got a new piece of equipment for my gym and my kids were downstairs with me. My husband was downstairs with me and my kids were having a competition see who could do the most reps right. <laughs> and and it's like my son's working hard for a six pack and you know my daughter's not quite as into it sometimes but like she has been going for a run here and there lately and like just random little things that they pick they pick up how we act right whether that's positive or negative like they're gonna they're gonna pick up my my habits and my ways of thinking and so, and not just them, but like people around you, right? it, it trans. I mean, you are a great example for me. Like that's something that like, I, I want to say, I feel, but I do like, I see it and it's inspiring. I heard something the other day and I don't know why it just hit me, but motivation is cool for a moment. It's like, um, inspiration is cool. For a little longer but asp- aspiration and aspiring to be like someone is what fuels us and i think there's a lot of motivation out there there's a lot of rah 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 yeah there's a lot of inspiration but there's not a lot of people that we aspire to be like and i'm not saying we want to be exactly like them but like right. that we aspire to have their energy and their their love for something or their passion their work their drive their to be a person of that caliber. And I think that's what's so cool about this space of, you know, personal development or growth or whatever it is, is we, we get to become better, but it also is a great light for people to say, wait, if I wanted to live a life, I wanted to live a life. I love, like it's possible. I could do it. She's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I think I don't understand is like how far my reach is with that like I've had a lot of people reach out since my show just saying like wow you're so amazing like I am inspired by you like all of that kind of stuff and it yeah doesn't click in my head (laughs) I guess right how much of an impact like I didn't think people cared I didn't think people were paying attention to what I was doing (laughs) I like I kind of just post because I like to post about it. Like it keeps me accountable. A good gym pick on a day you don't really want to go to the gym. <laughs> it gets me going. So yeah, yeah. it's just like it's it's amazing to me because I'm sure you feel the same way. Like I'm inspired by all of the things you do, and I'm sure you don't think twice about that. I mean, it's really interesting to me how much we don't understand how far our impact goes. Oh, that's, that's so true. I was, uh, I was talking to somebody a few months ago and she had reached out through Instagram and I'd never met her. She just barely started. She, she found the podcast like randomly and like it had impacted her one episode that was like older that she listened to. And it's like, it was something that like, I just felt like I needed to share don't know why. And I think everybody, I mean, whether it's a post, a story, um, a podcast, uh, something you're talking to somebody in a grocery store or 
a conversation with a friend or a family member, whatever it is, but sharing things that are in your heart has an impact and it impacted her positively and it meant something to her. And like when I feel like I'm crazy for spouting off something in a podcast, I just, I'm like, Hey, well maybe somebody needed to hear it. And I would say to everyone, like, don't hold back if you feel like you need to say something. And I will say even probably even more importantly is like people close to you. Like if you feel like you need to have a a conversation with somebody, have a conversation. If you feel like you need to tell that person you love them, like there's something in here that's telling you, you need to do that, like do it. And I think that's with you. Like you have a massive impact on people. And I think a lot of people get intimidated by somebody, especially like, you know, competing on stage, like that's, that's intimidating to, to say, well, okay, I, I mean, even me, like I'm not stepping on stage anytime soon, but like I can say I'm aspiring to do things like you do and to have that drive and the dedication, like the dedication is freaking awesome. So yes, keep posting those gym pics, keep and even if it's just for you, that's the other thing about this. Like, even yeah. if it's just for you to get out there, that matters too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just love what you're doing. Thanks. In some all days aspects. I love it. Some days I think I'm crazy. I think oh. editors have to have a little bit of a crazy side to them to do what we do, but it yeah. works. It's, it's definitely a different sport. Like, I mean, I've learned a lot about it since you've been doing it and it's, it's really cool. And it's cool to see people glowing, not just because of the tan and the lights, but like, (laughs) yeah, them just internally proud of themselves. And, and I'm not saying proud of just the physique, but like proud of the work that they put in. And I think that's a lot of things people miss out is they don't see that side of it as much. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say is like 99% of the people stepping on stage went through hell to get there. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. They don't get to bodybuild full time. They have kids, they have jobs. They're getting up mm-hmm. at three, 4 AM to get their stuff done. Like it's not a glamorous thing, even though the end result looks so glamorous. Like yeah. it is literally digging through the trenches half the well I would say the whole time (laughs) life doesn't stop life doesn't stop when you're like all of the hard things still come yeah and that's that's where you get to decide like what am I going to do with this pain and I think we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before too is using pain as a driving force instead of hiding from it Mm -hmm. yep use the the dark side yeah yeah what would you say like helped you in those moments of either just like tired or you're too you're you know you're getting busy or you just didn't want to do a workout or you didn't want to do something like what do you think is something that helped you kind of pull yourself out of that moment that might help someone else in the same situation quit being a little bitch (laughs) (laughs) I mean obviously you have to you have to listen to your body like there are some days on prep that I just know my body has had enough so I will take a rest day and it's amazing because when I do listen to my body and I do take those rest days 
I dropped two pounds overnight. Mm-hmm. Like we do have to manage our stress. We do have to be mindful of that. But yeah, prep is a go, go, go. You push through. And yeah. honestly, like it's just discipline. It is like it's just deciding like you don't have an option. I don't give myself the option. Mm-hmm. There's no option. It's just what we're doing. Yeah. One this thing is- that I really loved. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying this is what we do now. Like we don't quit. Dude. Don't say no. Dude, this I have to show you something. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> okay. In my reminders, my morning routine list, 4 a.m., wake up. You know what the first thing on my on my to-do list? I, I have like my routine written down. This is who I am. This is what I do. That's yep. literally the first thing on there. I love That's it. the first thing I read when I wake up. This is who I am. This is what I do. And I think realizing that, like, it's not if, it's when. Yeah. That changed my mind so much because it's not not if I do this workout. It's when do I do this workout. Mm-hmm. It's not an if thing. It's just a when. Well, and setting boundaries with yourself is huge. Like, mm-hmm. that's something I never learned, like, growing up is boundaries. Like, I was honestly taught they were bad. So... Yeah learning to set boundaries with myself in relationships and with myself. Like I didn't have boundaries with myself at all for a very long time. I did whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it didn't get me very far. I wasn't happy at all. So learning to set boundaries with yourself, like, okay, cool. Yeah. Your friend wants you to go to dinner. You didn't get your workout in yet. Sucks. Get your workout in. Yeah go to dinner yeah. after whatever, make it work. You just right. figure it out. Like you don't throw away everything just because it's not lining up the way you want it to, or your day didn't yeah. go how you thought it would, or such and such came up. Like you just do it. Yeah. Well, I think people see like prep or, or 75 hard or training for a program and they see it as so, I mean, it's so polar opposite of like, what normal life looked like, that it seems so extreme. And I would say like, you don't have to go prep for a show right off the bat. Like say you're going to work out three times a week and stick to that and build those blocks of belief in yourself and then shoot for what's next. Like that's something that I would go into super hard is like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this off of like nothing. And then I would fell and fall on my face and then I would quit. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, I had to come back kind of slowly. And then when I felt like, Hey, I'm doing 75 hard and I'm not going to quit. I did. I go, I went all in. That was a big a step, but it wasn't the first one. Right. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like what I do with my clients is they come to me and they haven't worked out in five years or they're mm-hmm. drinking 16 ounces of water a day right now, or they're eating a thousand calories a day. Like, No, I don't expect them to drink a gallon of water a day immediately. I don't expect them to hit the gym five days a week week immediately. Like start with walks, start with upping your protein, start with putting a reminder on your phone to drink water every hour, like start small and build on that, like habit stacking. (laughs) Yes. It's so important. Like 
like you said, like it's so defeating when you do like say, oh, I'm going to make this huge change and this huge change and this huge mm-hmm. change. You're not going to. Like, <laughs> no. You go start somewhere and then start building on it. Like get one thing yeah. down. Cool. Add something else. Yeah. Well, time's going to go by no matter. And that's what I started realizing is like, yeah, it might seem like it's going to take me a year to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to do it in 30 days. Like, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, that's a drastic difference, but you get my point. Like we have to realize time's going to go on no matter mm-hmm. we can quit and pick a big plan and quit and quit and, and do that the whole year. Or you can start slow and use that first month to, to build up very slowly and then work on that and then work on that. And then that next year, you're going to look completely different, not just physically, but mentally, like you're going to feel like a completely different person. Exactly. Well, and that's, what's beautiful too, is like, like, I feel like the fitness industry has totally ruined us on this, like the 30 day challenges and the seven week challenges. Like it doesn't happen like that. Your body does not respond that quickly. Like that's the pictures y'all are seeing online. Like they're doing insane things to get the results they are. And then they go off the wagon and they are bigger than they were before they even started. And they don't show you that part of it. No. You or know? it's edited. Exactly. <laughs> that too. In Photoshop. But yeah. don't like get discouraged with yourself if you're not seeing exactly what you want in the timeline you want it. Like stick to the plan. Oh, yes. Yeah, stick to the plan. My don't. Well, you can't see it because I'm all blurry, but don't. <laughs> yeah, that's not working. Um, don't <laughs> just do is what my screen favor don't says. Just do. I like it. Yeah. And like, sometimes that's not helpful. But like when you're <laughs> thinking about your fitness routine, like, you know what you should be doing. Don't sit there and think about it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that saves so much time. Like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Andy Purcell called it the production pivot when you feel like you should do something get up and do it yeah like don't think about it just like get up and do it use that as like the pivot point to like get up and do it um and another thing on kind of the same lines we were talking about is I heard I can't remember who said it but they said you know quitting on yourself in your fitness journey you know three four five six weeks in is like doing a marathon and quitting at mile 24 and starting over Right. It's right before you see changes. Like it's going to take weeks and weeks to see those changes. But once they happen, they start happening like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's so important to me, like to see the non-body wins because they mm-hmm. do keep you going. They really yeah. do. And even though that might not be like your main priority, I feel like it almost transforms your mindset too. Mm-hmm. because a lot of people go into their fitness journeys hating themselves, just yeah. hating how they look. That's what's fueling this. And then it's not comfortable. It's not fun a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> resentment and that hate is not going to drive you very far, mm-hmm. you know? So yes, use the pain, use the darkness, use those things, but you have to learn to love yourself enough to take care of yourself and to do these things mm-hmm. and do them out of love and not hate. Yeah. Not as punishment. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so important. And so something that I don't think a lot of people realize they do. I did it subconsciously for a long time. I did. Mm -hmm. 
Like I am just, I was so terrified of being fat. Like that's was my driving factor in just getting to the gym in the first place. Like, I mean, I'm super happy it led me to where I am, but it wasn't a good thing for a long time. Um, It was more out of fear. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's just a very empowering thing to me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Because like I've, I've been through a lot of this with you. We've had a lot of conversations and I'd like to have more conversations on the podcast because I feel like we can talk forever. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so For we real. just sometimes just need to hit record because <laughs> we really number one, you'll be entertained because we right. kept this pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty normal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no friends references. No right. Like weird. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we did good. We stayed pretty normal. <laughs> so you will see her more on here because I feel like you have a lot to share and a lot to offer. Thank you. And I like talking with you. So <laughs> good. It's a selfish reason. Really. Like we'll go with it. <laughs> um so thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to say? to the listeners on topic of what we discussed or anything else you feel like in your heart you need to share or want to share? Um, let God in. Just let God in. Um, he doesn't want you to be perfect. He just wants your heart. He wants the mess that you are. He'll pick up the pieces. No matter where the mess is at in your life, like let God handle it. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, thank you, Portia. And thank you, everyone. And uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks, guys. See ya.